This is Sit in Friends in the Morning. Entertaining and informative. Oh, you're my best friend. 77 WABC. Big-time defense attorney today, Audie Idala, on earlier. Well, now we got the man, the man at the very top of Mount Rushmore, one of President Trump's attorneys. He's uh, represented so many famous people. Actually, um, Joe, I'll tell you a funny story. So we're at uh, dinner last night. Me, uh, my beautiful wife, Danielle, your friend Danielle, and uh, the kids, Ava, who uh, was in your office uh, last summer, and Gabriel. Of course. And we're at the China News Store having uh, some Chinese food, Papish Avenue, and we start talking about music, you know. And I don't like hip-hop or rap. So right away, my kids are yelling at me. Danielle's yelling at me. That's fine. And they start telling me all the people that I should like, that I should like. And who they bring up? You ready for this? Meek Mill. My client. <laughs> <That's it. laughs> yep. <laughs> you love Meek Mill, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, I love Meek Mill, the guy. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, his music's a little, little different for me. Not for you, it's, but right? it's good. Listen, it's not for me. I mean, it's inspirational for some of these Philadelphia sports teams, and I hate all Philadelphia sports teams. So, how can you really like you know, Meek Mill's music if you're a New Yorker? Right. But you know, it does. Listen, it does a trick. I listen. ASAP Rocky, Rihanna. Those clients of mine, that music is great. I like that stuff. So no, that, I like that. I mean, I'm not a huge fan of Rocky, only because I'm, I'm being honest. I'm ignorant. Don't know much of his music. I love Rihanna. I thought she was a horrible halftime show. I know you were there. You said you loved it. It was horrible. But she, but I love her song. She's terrific. I do, I do like her music. Yes. Yeah, she's she's amazing. I don't yeah. know why you think it was horrible. It was oh, it was horrible. Song. Oh, well, it was horrible. First of all, she she was pregnant to the point where she could barely move. The uh, the lighting was awful. There was really nothing creative when it came to the you know the uh, the settings and the choreography. Yeah, I could just listen to her records; it would have been just as good. It was terrible. Yeah, the place went crazy. You know, she's oh, just the fine. You're she idiots. She's the queen. She's well, the queen. Idiots! What I tell you, crazy. What does that mean? God. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's great. I do love her. Joe, tell me what's going on with uh, you know, talking about Aesop, Rocky, Meek Mill, Rihanna with uh, President Trump. You know, it's funny. Uh, Judge Napolitano was on yesterday. He loves you. I know you love him, too. And yeah, I I think I had him go back a bit on his initial remarks when Trump was arrested for the second time. He's like, he's going to go to jail. He can go to jail. And he's gonna, and Arthur Idala said the same thing. That's where Artie was back today. Both of those guys were like, oh, he's in big trouble. He's going to jail. I'm like, guys, 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 take a deep breath. <laughs> I'm not sure that's going to be the case. Now, one has retracted the jail part, maybe both. Only one has said, maybe it's not going to be as bad as I thought. But you knew the whole time, Joseph, it was not going to be as bad as did Liz Pipko, as uh, people thought. Yes? Of course, because, look, we know why he was charged. He wasn't charged for the merits. He wasn't charged because 
there was some documents lying around that the you know, National Archives wanted back. I mean, he was charged because of who he is and what he's doing, running for re-election. This is, again, weaponization of the criminal justice system in full force now. We had it first with Manhattan and, and D.A. Bragg's case. Um, now it's taken a whole different level because it's, you know, it's the Biden DOJ that's actually pursuing a political opponent. And look, if there were evidence of a, a, a real crime, not something where, you know, there's a dispute over which documents are classified, not classified, what they should have been turned back and not turned back again. There was no investigation like this on, on, on President Biden, right? None whatsoever. Documents were recovered in his home, you know, in a garage, in, in the most unsecure areas. And yet nothing ever, I mean, nothing was ever mentioned of it. There was no FBI investigation. There was no grand jury. It just seems to the, to the person out there in the United States of America, unless you're so far to the left that nothing matters, the facts don't matter, truth doesn't matter, it just seems to the average person that they are, they are using the justice system against Donald Trump. Oh, listen, I, 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 I agree with all that. I, 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 I agree with all that, but, but – And the document, the document in that indictment, don't forget, it's an indictment. Yeah. You make it sound like the indictment's the, the, the factual sort of uh, – the arbiter of all the facts. It's not. It's a charging instrument. You can right. throw it in the garbage pail. No, I know. The evidentiary value but, 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 has, but, right? but tell me this. But let me, and listen, there's no bigger Trump supporter than me. I think what you said is exactly right. They weaponize the DOJ all the time. Every one of these cases, they'll bring charges in Georgia, nonsense. January 6th, nonsense. All nonsense. But, but there is tapes. One tape in particular where he's sitting yeah. with a woman. What about that? Does that just go away legally? Well, no. Here's, here's my question. Where's the document? Where is this document that they were talking about? They didn't even charge him with having that document improperly. What he's saying is, look, he was he was bantering and showing a bunch of different things. And, and look, there's a whole, whole bunch of different explanations that could come out with what he said there. But the one thing that's missing, the one thing that's missing are these documents that he was talking about. I think he was, you know, look, if you listen to that tape, literally listen to it, it doesn't, by clear and convincing evidence, certainly show that he was holding a document in his hand that was classified and showing it to people who did not have security clearance. It's just not clear. Yes, that's one, one interpretation of it, but there's other interpretations of it, including the fact that they don't have that document. Okay, they don't have it. No one's seen it. The prosecutors haven't seen it. So the document he's charged with committing the most obvious crime for, let's put it that way, that's what everyone's talking about is the state, is missing in action. So they have all these other documents they claim yeah. he withheld illegally, yeah. but they're missing that one. Um, yeah. And that, that's going to be a problem for them. That I, will be a problem. Yeah, I agree. I, the MSNBC is running something political ran this morning, Joseph. 62% of people they talk to, and of course they're all Democrats, we know that, it's nonsense, but 62% of these people say that Trump should go to trial before the 2024 election. Any thoughts on that? Uh, that'll happen. I mean, that's going to happen. Um, you know, that judge already said it's a, the most unrealistic trial they've ever heard, August. I mean, the case is, is charged in, in late April, right? So August trial day, but that didn't happen, obviously. That's already been the prosecutors have asked for that to be moved because they're like, whoa, whoa, we can't try this case in like a month from now. Um, you know, it's a, it's a substantial case with a lot of documents, a lot of witnesses, um, and, and a lot of discovery reviews. The defense can't be ready for any trial like this in August. So now we're talking about December. December is going to turn into early next year, probably. But 
it's going to happen before the elections next year. Yeah. Don't get me. This is federal court. This <laughs> is not state right. court right. where things are sort of, you know, yeah. linger, no, I know. linger and linger. Yeah. This is, you know, there's a yeah. fast track here. By the way, if and, anybody everyone, if anybody should go to jail talking about federal court, it's not Joe Tacopina. It's the country's attorney general, Merrick Garland. He should be in prison. But I do want to ask you about uh, E. Jean Carroll, because uh, last time we spoke again, we talked about you getting the win. You did get the win. No rape. Uh, and then uh, I think Trump uh, a week ago or two weeks ago actually sued her for defamation. Is that is that the case? What's going on yeah. with that? Yeah, yes, because and it was his right to do so. Um, look, he's particularly litigious. He likes to to use the the legal system when he feels he's been wrong. You know, there's a school of thought whether it, it should have been done or shouldn't have been done, whatever. Um, but but she did call him a rapist, and the jury said no, he's not. And she did call him a rapist again after the jury's verdict said, no, he's not. So, you know, why not? I mean, why? 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 He gets sued for saying, I didn't rape her. Um, and that be called defamation, call her a liar. And conversely, you know, he can't sue her for saying you're a rapist when the jury said he's not a rapist. Uh, I, you know, this is, look, factually, there's absolutely nothing wrong with his lawsuit. Um, you know, it's going to keep this thing going and going. But, you know, it's 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 probably a principal thing, and it's probably the right thing for him to do if he feels he's been so aggrieved. And this lady's not stopping. Yeah, that's the problem. She yeah. continues to say, right, "Oh, he raped me." Yeah. Hello. Yeah. Hello. Hello. Uh, <laughs> so you have a lot of friends. It's a civil jury, by the way. Found right. right. No liability. Right. Not a criminal jury. Right. So you have a lot of friends uh, everywhere. Uh, obviously, President Trump's a pretty good friend, but you have friends everywhere, all over the city, because you are, and I mean this widely recognized as the best defense attorney, not just in the country, probably anywhere in the world. And you have a lot of political people, celebrities that come up to you. You've represented a bunch of them. You named some of them earlier. What are those guys that you have befriended, like I have, over the last year or so, is the mayor. And I reached out to you, and you, me, and Bo Deedle actually had the same conversation on the same day when he went after that old Jewish lady, a Holocaust survivor, and oh. described her as a plantation owner, describing himself as a slave. Now, he's done this not once, not twice, not five times, but a, I mean, close to ten times already. If you disagree with Eric Adams, you're a cracker. You're a racist. Now, I have not texted him for weeks. I have no intention of doing it. I've actually, he's lost me. He's lost me. Where are you in your relationship with the mayor? We were friends. We used to have lunch every couple of months. For 20 plus years, I mean, I've known Eric and, and, you know, I helped him on his campaign. I mean, I went to fundraisers, I organized fundraisers for him, um, you know, because I thought he was going to be the guy I knew. Um, politics do strange things to people. Okay. They do really yeah. strange things to people. And, and, and I think that's, we're seeing that in, in living color with, with Eric Adams. And it's sad. It's sad to me. By the um, way, by the way, if he hears this tape, and he hears you say in living color and then mention Eric Adams, he's going to call you a racist. Does he know? Right. No, of course, of course. <laughs> Listen, you know, but but it's okay to say a white person was a plantation owner, right? Uh, I mean, it's what well, that was. I read that. I couldn't even believe. I thought at first it was fake. I really did. Um, I read it again. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. And this poor lady, some 80-something-year-old lady, and that's the analogy you want to give. He was she was basically arguing with him about his position on rent control, right? And for that, 
the audacity of arguing with him and, and waving her finger around like, you know, with, with <laughs> right, like old, old, annoying Jewish women do. They do that. So what? So does my mother. <laughs> he took it to a level of slavery. I know. Slavery. I know. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I know. And that's, at that point, I said, okay, that's it. So you're done, too. You're, you're, you're like me. You're done, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. how can you not be after yeah. that? That was ridiculous. That, right. You know, then you read this thing in the, the New York Times about he had a fake picture or a, he had a picture in his wallet of a, a dead cop who he said he's carried since, you know, 20-plus years. And then the Times said, oh, can we see it? And apparently someone from his staff or several people from his staff printed up a picture Aged it so it looked old. Put it in his wallet. <laughs> yeah. well, well, he's denying that. He's killing. He's denying it. And the family of the dead cop actually is backing Adams. But you know, when I don't know who to believe anymore. What, 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 who, who to believe? But I'm saying there are people that have come out. I don't, listen. I don't know if it's true or not true. It just seems that there's yeah. misstep after misstep with yep. him. But 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 everything is like you know everything should not be about race. Everything should not be about race. It should be about right and wrong, good people, bad people. Like, you know, we should all be part of the human race, not this. Right. You know, you're right. Like, you're, if it was a black woman yelling at him, he would have been fine. He would have been, I mean, exactly. black lady, do you think he would have? Yeah. No, he, he would have said, he, he would have said, he wasn't, let me tell you something. I, I, I actually sympathize with you. That could be me. Right. That could be, he said the same thing. That could be my son, Jordan Neely. Why would anybody in their right mind want to compare their child to a kid that went nuts, punched a lady across the face, had 41 prior arrests. Why would anybody want to put that kid and your son in the same sentence other than they were both black? Yeah, that's, again, we're, we're on the same page here. Bo's yeah. on the same page, I know. Yeah. And it's sad because he was our guy. I was going to say, oh, boy. No, me I too. Guess, I guess I might say, oh, boy. No, don't say I that. Right? So, listen, I, I, got, I got good news for you on the way out. Now, I've been talking uh, all week long about season two of Gravesend. We had the red carpet premiere last Thursday, last Friday. It went live on Amazon Prime. We're number three this week behind Yellowstone and one other show. We're doing great. People are buying it. They love it. I'm getting a ton of messages. Sid, you were great. Had Chance Palmentary, Armand DeSante, Tony Darrow, Bo Deedle, all reach out to me personally to tell me what a good job I did. You are in season three. You will be the attorney, our attorney, me and Dice in Miami, Joe Tacopina. You're going to be Dave Busco's attorney in season three. This is nice. And now you know you're going to get acquitted. So <laughs> no, no problem there. I'll write, tell Willie to call me. I'll give him the script, do the summation, and he'll be acquitted. Oh, that's if funny. I'm representing you, and you're getting yeah. convicted yeah. on a national television show. You're out of your mind. Well, you got to make it work so, like, it's a day when, like, Trump is in court. So, like, on the show, Trump leaves the court, and I walk in next with you. <laughs> The real celebrity coming in now. <laughs> but I mean it. You're going to be great. you got the look. Yeah, you're handsome. You're rugged. Cool show. Oh, my God. You like it, right? Show. Yes. Being from that area in Brooklyn, of course, how do you not like it? Right. It's, it's First of all, it's true to form. That's how people were. That's how they acted. That's how the the, the, the boys acted. You know, the, the good fellows and all those guys. That's how they acted. Um, the, the locations, the scenery, everything. The music. The music. The music is awesome. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's just, it's really, really cool. Hey, Joe, that was, our era, that, that was our era, man. I mean, you know, you and I were both 85. We were both uh, like 17, 18 years old. That was our era. Yep. It's, uh, no, it's, it's, that's what, it, that's why I love watching. I really love watching yeah. it because yeah, it's, cool. it's, 
it feels like, you know, a flashback. It feels like we're yeah. watching some old videos. Yeah. Yep. Um, and it's cool. And we knew guys like that. We all said, you of know, course. we went to school in the neighborhood. And yeah, of course. We nephew and son we weren't going to school with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, like, you were on Bedford and X or V? V. V, right, right. And I was on East 22nd and Quentin. Uh, listen, I love you. Another great appearance. I do love when you come on the show, man. And Danielle even said, man, Takapina comes on. You guys roll. It's so enjoying to listen to. So thank you for coming on this morning. Have a great weekend. We'll do it again next week, Joseph. Thank you. Okay, brother. Talk to you later. My man, famed defense attorney Joseph Takapina, wrapping up hour number three.